Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Post weekend review show. I'm your host Ali, and being the only regular co-host again, Dave. It's just yourself. How are we, Dave? I'm fine, thank you. I'm getting Simon's fee, so I know. Yeah, looking up. Also, we send in a check over. Um, and as always, when Simon disappears, we have our <laughs> usual bitter blue, um, who's a bit bit chirpier tonight. How are we, Carl? Uh, like I said before, probably the greatest I've ever felt on one of these pods, mate. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this one as much. It's um, Oh, you will. It's not quite the same. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll come on to that a little bit later. Um, we'll start a little bit more somber for yourself, Dave. Um, more relief for me. Um, we'll start at St James's Park. It was a, a 1-0 Liverpool win. Fair, fairly scrappy affair, will we say. Oh yeah, it wasn't wasn't a great game. Um, I think I felt you always had us at arm's length. We 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 don't really have the tools to to hurt the, the you know the, the the good teams if you like. We're uh, we've obviously found ourselves in a little bit of form in recent weeks, but against not the you know not the best opposition. Um, and there's only St Max who's going to do anything that's sort of out of the ordinary, and even he hasn't really been on it recently. So um, especially with you know with Wilson out, we. Uh, we had nothing we were really able to trouble you with. Um, your goal was obviously a little bit controversial, but um, you deserved to win and probably could have got more on the counter-attack later on if it wasn't for Dubravka and some maybe a little bit shoddy finishing. Yeah, Sadio Mane's one. Is, I'm still trying to work it out. Um, <laughs> I've not seen much of the game. I've literally seen like, clips. Once I'd seen we won, sounds really stupid, but I really wasn't too interested in going into like great detail of the game. It was... You know, it didn't look like a game that was worth rewatching as such. But obviously, I seen the Kater dribble past and, and goal. Um, Kater, who I thought, and all the highlights I've seen, seemed to be our best player. Um, what was the controversial moment? So in the, build, in the build, in the build of the goal, there was a fifty-fifty, um, which uh, and I think it was Milner went for. Um, yeah, Milner. Yeah, it was. No. It's a foul. Well, it's a foul. I, mean, I mean, to be honest, I don't think it was a foul, but. Um, the problem is it's left your centre half lying in the middle of the pitch injured. Right. And and obviously they've then gone through the Fabian shaped hole now a defence to, to score. Um now that's in in isolation, not the end of the world, like you know, these things happen, but later in the game we had a free kick with Shelby punted goalwards. James Milner headed it away to one of our lads on the way on out wide who was going to continue the attack, but because Milner was down on the floor, the ref stopped the game and it's like, well, surely you've got to have it the same both ways now. I hate this head injury thing when it's 
you know, he's headed a, a free kick away. It wasn't even, like, you know, a Roberto Carlos thunderbusted. It yeah. was just, it was just like a John Joe Shelby little curling effort, which Milner headed away, and when obviously they just lie down and say they're injured, and the, the game will be stopped. Um, now I know you can't take chances with head injuries, but he's headed the football. Like, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't, yeah. he hasn't been kicked in the face. He hasn't stopped like you know, like a thirty-yard pile driver. It was just a header, uh, and I think. Teams are very clever about that now. Where if there's any opportunity to, to lie down, um, the game will be stopped. And uh, unless it's us against you at Anfield, incidentally, where the game will again go on around Isaac Hayden's prone corpse uh, until he score. So uh, that left us. It's a James, so there's no excuse for that. One, so, uh, well, it, it, it just leaves a bit, of, you know, <laughs> not not a sour taste. I say we didn't deserve anything in the game, and it's it's probably nitpicking really, but um, we never get anything off Andre Mariner. He's one of my least favourite refs. It's a shame he's not retiring. <laughs> um, but um, you know, I, I don't want to sound bitter. Like I said, we, we didn't deserve anything from the game. It's just you know annoying. Yeah, it's, uh, and it, which is understandable as well. It's, it's those small details. I mean, thankfully, obviously, relegation isn't an issue for you guys. But had that been, say, the point that cost you the relegation, I could see why the frustration would be there as such. Um, as I say, I did. I love the way Kater took his goal. And the positive mm. oh, very good. Yeah. Really very good. disappointed in Sadio Mane's finishing, which was just goddamn awful. Um, a few of the clips I've seen for the just the, the offside decisions, um, Van Dyke's just movement. Kind of just oh well, I tell you what, you an absolute nightmare to play against because you, you you play so high up, um, which you know is no secret. You just always have done, um, and. We were offside from every set piece we punted forward. Every time we tried to play through, you were offside. <laughs> we must have been caught offside seven or eight times. Yeah, and, nine, you know, nine, nine times. Nine. There you go. Nine. Yeah, um, and it's you know you think oh they'll learn the lesson, but it literally gets to the point where there's no alternative. Like you've got the ball and you've been <laughs> squeezed, and you're like, well, Ulf was playing in behind him, and eyes offside. <laughs> I, I love um, the commentators always talk about how lucky Liverpool get with offside decisions. Like Van Dijk doesn't uh, play this. You know, it's like, well, it's, know. It genuinely is like the Tory Adams of the nineties. You know, he just plays for it every time. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, even Almiron's goal, like he looked three yards offside in real time, and he, and he was every bit three yards offside. So you know, I, I have no complaints about it. It wasn't a difficult one for the the, the officials, but like you say, you've got that offside trap so well played. Um, yeah. Even cha- even changing, obviously Gomez came in played right back. Um, didn't make any difference whatsoever, whatsoever to you know your defensive shape. It was all they were all keyed into each other. And I thought Matip, 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 whatever you want to pronounce him as, absolutely he's sensational. Like I know Van Dijk gets all the plaudits, but Matip's just he's a man mountain. Yes. <laughs> he, uh, he's, he's very very difficult to, to go past. Yeah, he's very good. He's, he's been very influential on our attacks this year as well. You know, when we've needed it, he's, he's very comfortable at just driving on with the ball as well, which obviously we, we kind of bought Van Dyke for that as such. Um, but he's done well. On, on Joe Gomez the other day, as I say, you watched the game, I'd, I only seen the clips, and from the reports, it sounded like he was kind of seemed back to his more of his best, looked a lot more, you know, assured. Uh, did it come across that way, or was it just more of a, a unit thing? Yeah, no, he's, he's very good. Um, I, say, I mean, he was up against the Maxman all day, which, which, which used to be quite a difficult task. Yeah. But, um, I think defenders have kind of cottoned on that he, he doesn't really, you know, look for the pass. He'll always go on a run. So there's direct him in field, in towards traffic. Um, yeah. And it makes it quite easy to deal with, especially 
I mean, it's incredible, really. You don't really appreciate Liverpool until you play against them, but you somehow manage to defend with your entire team whilst also attacking with your entire <laughs> team. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Pass me with the vomit. Please, no. <laughs> well, so we... That's just me, for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, on, on to Europe. I mean, Dave, Dave summed up very eloquently, I thought. Um, and obviously, I'll always sound red and biased when I talk about them. But, uh, did you watch the game and... What was your thoughts on it? I did. Um, I watched it with my brother-in-law. He's a carpite as well. Um, I thought Liverpool were completely in control, to be honest. Um, I thought Newcastle, like you said, Dave, I thought they ran out of ideas quite quickly. I thought uh, Milner was actually really good, to be honest. Uh, Gomez, yeah, get that. I thought Chris Wood was absolutely shocking when he came on as well. I don't know about you, but I think he's... When he gets the ball, he's like he's running in cement. It's really strange watching him run. It's like watching. Yeah, him run. Well, that's the problem. Like he's not, he's not, he's not really made for running. Um, no. When you play against a really high, really high defensive line, it's like, well, what, what are you going to do? Um, I think that's part of the reason why he's left out because we don't send him. Yeah, he's not very mobile. No, exactly. Um, we don't really get up across in the box, which again is kind of a symptom of Trippier being out. So there's no. Real out and out, out and out provider. So, um, that's why he's only got two goals. Because he's, he's, he doesn't play in a system where he does anything other than hold the ball up. He's a bit like our Hesky, really. Like he's, he's not necessarily there to score, but he's there to try and bring others into play. Um, which is, you know, he's done a good job in terms of when he joined, we were, you know, in the shit. And he's really he's been part of getting us out there without necessarily getting the headlines. So I'm not going to have a bad word to say about him, but if we want to progress, it won't be him who's, who's leading the line. In the coming no, seasons, I, I, I would suggest. I agree with that, like, yeah, definitely. Um, like you said, he's done a job for you, and his holder play is actually really good for a um, for a big fella. He, he does remind me a lot of Rondon. He's just a better Rondon, isn't he? Let's face it. Well, I mean, I, I love Rondon when he was with us. But, I mean, admittedly, the, the Rondon you've got is nowhere near the Rondon we had. Like, he, he, <laughs> well, okay, when he came on yesterday, though. Know, yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, when Rondon was with us, he looked like a, like a unit. I don't know what it is now. He looks like he looks like he slimmed down somehow. But like, yeah, maybe, maybe that was intentional. I don't know. Like Rafa obviously played him in a way where he was he was our target man, and uh, he was very very difficult to shrug off the ball. I say like I had a lot of time for him when he was with us, but hasn't really seen that for yourselves. But um, Chris Wood um, holds the ball well. He wins a lot of aerial challenges, but again, he came into a team where. Um, we didn't exactly have bodies flooded forward. We weren't fluent, and he was holding the ball up. Sometimes just to waste time, just to stop it coming back at us. Like that's basically what he does. Um, but like I say, um, he won't go down in history as being our greatest ever signing. But he's he's done a, a good job in steadying the ship because the alternative would have been Dwight Gale for the last four months, which wouldn't have worked out anywhere near as well. He'll go down as your greatest ever signing if he scores a goal next week, Dave. I can promise you. Certainly in Merseyside, put it that way. <laughs> one half of Merseyside, thank well, you. Well, one half, yeah. Uh, fixture, just look at your fixtures list, Dave. I'm, um, I'm just glad you're safe by now because it's not a pretty end to the season. No, it was always uh, a worry that that Burnley game was going to come, you know, yeah. uh, on the last day of the season, having faced three really difficult games, which we probably, we probably won't win. Um, and then that Burnley game would have been a bit of a shootout as to who stays up. But luckily, we're uh, probably 10 points further up the road than anyone could have imagined, to be quite fair. So um, we, we, won't, we won't go down now. I'm very confident of that. But, but uh, you, you, Ross, Simon and all the listeners, that if, if you guys and Villa's two games against Burnley 
um, Dortmund result and Burnley taking a, a good amount of points and um, a certain other host on this channel tonight um, his team stay up because of that oh there'll be tantrums thrown at the <laughs> end of the season um, speaking of what was that sir? saying nothing <laughs> you've got your time later on it's fine um, speaking of Simon um, I don't think we should cover his team since he's not here um, I don't think we should give them praise <laughs> <laughs> but they are the team to relegate Norwich officially um, I think it's been coming for 34 weeks maybe <laughs> um, ask them to Norwich now Simon uh, no Simon's not here uh, Carl <laughs> yeah just Norwich being Norwich um, I, I watched a bit of it before actually um, they're not very good are they Norwich let's face no. it um, back to my old point Tim Krul needs shooting um, <laughs> I think he's god awful I, I, I said at the beginning of the season I wouldn't mind him as our battle Jesus Christ absolutely zero chance choice. behave yourself um, <laughs> no I thought I thought Villa professional probably the word good to see Ings get on the score sheet for them yeah I agree but hopefully kick on and beat Burnley twice. Yeah, I disagree with that point. Um, <laughs> thought you might. It's funny, see, at the start of the season, I looked at Norwich signings and thought they were quite good. Um, I'm surprised they went down, absolutely not. They're Norwich, it's kind of what they do, but I don't know, I could kind of high hopes. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I had them in my bottom three. I can't bother getting my notepad out to see where my prediction was, but before the season, I don't think I had Norwich going down. I, I thought their signings were quite clever. Um, I mean, Dave, I'll come on to you as well. We, again, listen to a, a certain gobshite radio station uh, this morning, as I say, on the way to golf, and they were talking about our Norwich, the, the worst team in Premier League history. And whilst I, I, I think they are, as a club, more than the team, obviously that Derby ridiculous team, seven points or whatever it was. Eleven. Ha, ha, Eleven, yeah. That has to go down purely as the worst team, purely because the, you know, the, the facts don't lie, the points are there, but this Norwich team are just, they're wasting a place every time they come back up to the Premier League because they're not even making an effort to stay up. I know, I think there was a graphic on, was it Match Today last night or a week before where like, they looked at who they signed in the summer and it made a point like, not a single one of them's helped. And it's actually quite hard to disagree really. Like, you know, like yeah. you signed uh, Rashidska from somewhere in the Bundesliga. <laughs> and... Um, a lot of people said, you know, I think they got him for something like seven million. They said that's going to be one of the, you know, the bargains of the of the yeah. window. I don't remember doing a single thing. Nope. <laughs> like, um, Josh, Josh, Josh Sargent, who has a really hard name to say. Um, I think he's, I think he scored twice against Watford, and that's about it. Like, yep. there's a few of them who, you know, they've, they've come in, they've just recruited really badly. Um, but at least, you know, I think we all said at the time, you know, at least they've tried this time to buy players rather than just sticking with who got who got them promoted and get relegated. Um, obviously, they've changed manager this time as well, which just didn't, didn't really work, did it? Like, they had a few a few wins, which, which, I mean, they might have got anyway, to be quite, quite honest yeah, with you. So. I, did, I, did, I always queried the Dean Smith signing, you know, just been sacked from a team who were only going down at that point. Um I just found it strange at the time. You know, I thought he maybe needed the break as well, but I mean, time's proven that it wasn't the right decision regardless because they're, they're in no better position. They were bottom when he took over and they <laughs> stayed bottom, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, this, this is the thing. 
Um, is he is he well equipped to bring them back? Um, well, he's done it with Brentford before, but you know I wouldn't say he's got like a a long history of bringing teams up. He he, he did well to get Brentford up. Um, sorry, was it Villa he brought up or Brentford? Villa, yeah. Villa, sorry. Villa, yeah. I, I was confused. No, <laughs> ah, sorry, he brought Villa up. He did, he did well at Brentford. Obviously, got the Villa job off the back of that. But um, yeah, he, he brought Villa up. Um, whether that Norwich team is going to stay together, I guess. Say like a lot of them are kind of like imports who I imagine will 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 leave. I can't imagine you know they'll be they'll be in a rush to play Championship football. Um, I don't even think Pookie's that good. I know he, he like he's been their only goal scorer many times, but but he misses far more than he scores. Oh, 100%. yeah. <laughs> he's just a, he's like, just more of a nuisance, isn't he? He is. He's just fast, and he gets lots of chances because he's fast. But then he, you know, he, I'd say he probably misses as many as he scores. Really, um, he's the wish version of Jamie Vardy. Yes, <laughs> I would. I would actually go with that. I don't. I don't rate him at all, to be honest. No, but he'll probably get. He'll probably get thirty goals next season. We'll be talking about this in a year's time. But uh, <laughs> you know, is he going to make a step? Up? <laughs> is, is he going to make a step up this time? Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. The answer is no. No, it's, all, it's always no. There's there's no one really in that Norwich team that you're looking at and seeing like a a Premier League team might take a punt on. The only two names that really spring is Billy Gilmore. Is Billy Gilmore there currently, or is he loaned from Chelsea? No, he's he's just on loan. But again, he's with him, he's another one who like the world yeah. hangs out. The world hangs out of his ass a lot of the time, like saying how saying how great he is, but. I think that's like t- both managers have like had him in and out with the team. He's, I wouldn't yeah. say you know he hasn't commanded a place in that in that midfield every week. Um, I think he's living off a reputation of that one cup game against Liverpool. Well, and that England game against us uh, right. in the in the in the Euros, but yeah. he's one of those where I, I think he'll look very good in a good team who you know keeps the ball and uh, he does that job where he just sits in front of the defence and and keeps them ticking over. But in a bad team, like. It's pointless, isn't it? Like it's, it's it's just like it's 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 like putting a Ferrari engine in a Ford. Like there's just yeah. no point. <laughs> the only other player for me that is that stands out that just young and lots of talent, I think, um, is Max Ahrens as well. I, I do I, I do think there's a there's a player in there and he could do well. Well, he's he's been linked with everywhere, hasn't he? Like every yeah. good every good team. But I've, again, probably says more about me than anyone else. But I've never actually noticed. But I watched a Norwich game and went, "Well, that fullback's good." Like he's just he's just apparently there and good. But I've never noticed him. Yeah, I think he's um, like you said. I think he's there. Um, <laughs> like Newcastle sign. Did you sign Lewis? We did. Yeah, um, he's, so, he's so good. He's not even registered to play anymore. So, but that—that's what I mean. I, he sort of went to Newcastle, and everyone was like, "Oh, he'll be good. He'll be good." And he, he's been shy, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I think Liverpool's Liverpool escape from it. You see, in the end, he comes down with his demands, and then end up going to Newcastle. I know. I, I, at the time, I was buzzing. And we've been. We've, yeah, we were we've never had like fans. We, we've never had a good left back. And to get one who you know Liverpool have been Liverpool have been interested in just seemed like this is too good to be true. Um, it turned it out was. really good, but <laughs> and it really was. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, I mean, he's young, he's young enough to not be written off, but um, he fundamentally can't defend. Like, which is surely like, you know, 
which again, like in Liverpool's team, might not have been exposed as much. But when he's playing for us, it was in Steve Bruce's Newcastle as well. It was very, very apparent that he couldn't defend. So. Yeah, it could have been coached in it. I'm almost at Liverpool where the attacking was first and foremost. It might have actually might have worked out. You should have got Simicus, Dave, and left us Jamal Lewis. That's, that's what should have happened. Yeah, uh, well, hindsight. <laughs> yeah, on Villa, as you say, Simon, I think you summed up them quite well. Very, very professional. Not really. You know, just in control, uh, Watkins and Ings, as you say, are quite delighted for, for Ings to get the goal. He seems to have taken a lot of a stick this year. For me as well, I mean, he's not really been not really been at it, but um, it's a, I just feel it's a much-needed win for Villa, really. They, they just, they've been on an awful, awful, awful run. Yeah, I think they've deflated the deceived this season, I think. I'm sure Sam will probably agree. Um, I think they they need to oh, they need to uh, look at that centre back and just get rid of him. To be honest, yes. uh, we, all know, we all know who we're talking about. Uh, just say it, Tyrone Mings. He's awful. He's Tyrone Mings. You will never you will never tell me that he's a good player ever. No. He's awful. Sorry, side. Yeah. It's probably it's probably the, the only thing you two agree on. Oh, 100%, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, as well. <laughs> um, um, do you know the only thing that's disappointed me, Villa? Like Villa, Gerard came in. He was on a. He had. He, it was a free season for him. I think you know they were never really going to achieve Europe. They were never going to obviously win. I mean, maybe I don't know. I can't remember when he came in cup wise. If he could have won a cup, obviously. But it, the only thing that's disappointed. I brought up. I don't know if you heard, Carl. Was disappointed almost that Gerard didn't try more. You know and tried other players sort of thing. He seems to be doing it a bit more now, bringing some youth in, but I'd, I'd just like to see him almost evaluate his squad and get ready, get get them ready for the, whatever system he wants to play next season so that he knows what players he wants to keep and are good enough and he can start building his squad. Yeah, it seems like he he doesn't really know what a start 11 is, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, I think he's very negative. I didn't realise how actually negative Villa are. The 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 set off to not lose. Uh, See, so yeah, I think I think when he came in, he was very very positive because he had you know he had the two fullbacks pushing right on. And he had more or less you know two strikers and um, yeah. everything else, and he, they were getting picked off on the counter attack over and over again. So he's obviously adjusted that and thought, well, we can't go on like this. Yeah. Um, now whether it stays like that next season, I don't know. He obviously needs to find a balance somewhere, but. Um, well. Didn't did you see the interview not so long ago where he basically said if these these can't do it, I'll just find someone who will. And I, I thought that was a bit of a bit of a dickhead comment. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but do you know what? Also, it's, it's, I'm not one for throwing players under the bus, but sometimes players just don't need to be mollycoddled. You know, it's I mean, well, yeah, obviously. They're one of the biggest teams for time wasting I've ever seen. <laughs> it's ridiculous at how bad they time waste. Yeah. But they're really in a position to time waste, have they? <laughs> no, which is strange. Seeing out a one, seeing out a one-nil loss. Yeah. I think they should be. I think they should be better than they are. Yeah, I, and I think they've the fallen off the cliff a bit. They, they definitely should be above your. You're tenth, Dave, and Villa mm. should be comfortably above. Above that, with the they're squad just, that they have had all season. They're just a bit lopsided, aren't they? I mean, obviously. They put a lot of eggs in the Leon Bailey basket, and he's been—you know—the basket broke fairly early on, so he's missed yeah, a lot. Yeah. He, he's missed a lot of games, and without him, 
They end up with two good strikers and no real way to get the ball other than Coutinho, who also plays central. Um, Dinho was going to be another outlet who got injury after Boy, injury. Yeah. Boy, that yeah. hasn't really worked. Are your pal? Um, Matty Cash is good. I like him. Yeah. Um, Poland's Matty Cash, which is still odd, but you know. Just find a way to get their their best player into the starting team. Who's that? Well, Wendia, me, he's uh, been the best player. A lot of, a few other fans have been commenting on that, that he's not in the team. Um, mm. I think they're obviously a bit miffed that they've got Coutinho playing, who may or may not be there next season. Uh, and Bundia, who's actually, you know. Obviously, Gerard seems to be, it's either Coutinho or Bundia. That seems to be the way he's looking at it. Surely you could find a way to get the two of them together. Well, I think better than and have tried but as well then you've got Ings and Watkins are trying to work in as well like if this has been a problem they've, they've got too many sort of players who play in more, you know similar positions and not yeah. enough in others um, I think as I said the other week Villa will have a, a large turnover of players in the summer in the summer yeah um, I think summer's going to be good for all clubs for the excitement value anyway I can't wait <laughs> Definitely, no wonder. Uh, Football manager like, all over go, again. <laughs> like, like, like to, go, to go through a summer, we might sign someone other than Joe Willock. It's very exciting to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's two years in a row, and that's all you've had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, yeah. Well, uh, be, I'll be interested to see that. I believe they have Burnley next, which obviously Carl will be keeping his eye on. Then obviously Gerard should do his usual lie down and we'll <laughs> get three points. Then he should also be lying down to Burnley both games if he's a true Liverpool fan, and he should put all his eggs in that last game of the season against Man City. We'll see what type of Liverpool legend he is. No bias. Next up, we have the very bipolar Southampton team um, losing two-one to a last-minute Zahago, and um, Eze with the with the other goal for Palace as well. Um, I. Well, I think we spoke about I'm not sure if we actually spoke about this last week or we were just talking about it in the chat, Dave. I thought Palace were higher than they were um, because I felt that they've had a good season, but they're on 41 points. Um, yeah. But I, I still think they've had a very good season considering like they had five players um, in June last well, year. I, I, think, I think a lot of us expect them to be rubbish um, because it doesn't matter who your manager is. If, you, if you're going to sign pretty much an entire new team or lose an entire team or whatever way you look at it you know they're the big turnover players um, I think Vieira got them up and running a lot quicker than anybody expected um, not not necessarily to be you know worrying the European players or anything like that but they were you know anything other than being a relegation scrap was uh, was a, a mighty success really for them so um, in that regard I think they've done very well but as you say I think we also forget that sometimes they they aren't that good. Um, yeah. uh, and again, they are with the players they've got. You know, like Zaha, I know Eze is on his way back from a big injury. Um, they spent a fair whack on Edward, and he seems to have played well for about three games and been dropped. He's garbage, so that, I told everybody. Yeah, well, I think, you know, that seems to be apparent that <laughs> I was reading a, pal- a Palace form the other week, and it seems that. He, um, the way Vieira likes to play, he likes to have a, like a strong centre forward. So Mateta's quite good at holding the ball up, whereas Edward's not. So that's why he's nowhere near the team. And obviously they've got Benteke to do it as well. So um, that's been the issue there. Um, 
Well, you know, they've got the centre half. Is it Gay? Um, he yes. played well enough to get to get an England call. Likewise, Mitchell, the left back. Yeah, I quite um, like that Mitchell. He's, he he finished the season quite well last year, didn't he? He's on the bench. Yes, because nah, well, he replaced Van Arnold, didn't he? When uh, yes. when he when he left, whenever that was, like that seemed to have happened That's at some point in the yeah. Um, so he's come on and done well. It's going to be a very positive season for them, really. I think if you look at it generally, they're, they're better off than they were at the start of the, of the season. Um, I guess the downside is that Conor Gallagher is going to, going to leave and uh, go back to, to go back to Chelsea, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, you've got to spend just to stand still on whoever they replace him with. That's a massive uh, hole, isn't it? Because that's that's probably the most expensive position to fill. Yeah. If you want Agreed. the same ability. Yeah, I think so. Unless they're going to loan someone else from one of the, you know, one of the big clubs. Um, again, who knows? But that's got to be, got to be an option. Um, what I will say about him is though, that as, as, like, as his reputation's grown, the apparent that he's got the Chelsea gene has, has come to the fore because he's been throwing himself about and being an arsehole for the last month. Like it's quite oh, incredible, really. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, he got. Did he get booked for Darwin on Monday night, or just, or just try to win about six penalties in their nil-nil draws leads? Like, it was, uh, it was hideous to watch. Really, like, he's a good player, but he, uh, I feel like this happens to a lot of players who get like international recognition. They just turn into assholes overnight for some reason. Chelsea, do you but, like you said? Though. Well, like I say, I know that's where he's been schooled. So I mean, it's not really that much of a surprise, is it? Hey, Carol, I mean. Yeah, thoughts on obviously what I mean Dave was saying about Palace and then he can lead us into the just a strange story that is Southampton. Um, yeah, if if you go back to my season preview, I actually said Vieira gets sacked. Well, one of the first to get sacked, and fair play to him. He's like you said, he's he's came in with literally five players, and he's, he's somehow managed to get a half decent team. I like that. Anderson at the back, I think he's quite the unsung hero. He's a third. Uh, I'll, I'll give him that. We, I yeah. watched him the other week at St James's. He is the most snide little man in the world. <laughs> every well, you, every, well, every chance. Well, works, you need that, I think. It? Oh, yeah, I think you need that in your centre-half, to be quite honest with you. So, I mean, a, you know, he's he's a very Crystal Palace player, isn't he? Yes. Um, but, yeah, um, Ed, like you said about Edward, I, I never rated him, but I hate Celtic, so... Um, Southampton, strange, really strange. Starting long up front, wow. Thirty-five-year-old Shane Long at that. <laughs> what uh, I don't get about this is every single week in the press conference before the game, Hassan Hootle makes comment about Brozier and how good he is and how they don't know they want to have him back next season. How look at they are, and it's like, yeah, well, he's so good. Sit on the bench, bench and watch and watch Shane Long run around like a headless chicken, like he has done for the past. 14 years of football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with that. And I, I like that Brozier as well. I think he's a really good player, to be honest. Um, this Ward Prowse loving needs to stop, though. It's really boring now. Um, obviously, he just goes to Man United and just becomes shy, to be honest. I know. I, I, I know what you mean. Because, like, how long are we going to go through this where it's like, he's really good at free kicks. He's home <laughs> on David Beckham's record. It's like, aye. You're right. Okay. He's, re- he's really good at set pieces, but he plays for a club who are going to finish no higher than tenth ever, and will probably have a have a brush of relegation every now and again. So maybe go somewhere else. Whatever. I'd take him. Yeah, of course you would. I'd see your team. 
speaks of club captain within minutes of arrival. Yeah. Um, Seamus will have something to say about that, but yeah. Well, he's, yeah. he's, 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 he's not going on a bit. <laughs> I, I, I know what you mean about Ward Prowse, but it's. I mean, those set pieces are fantastic, to be fair. They are um, pinpoint. But as we say it every week, Dave, every time we talk about him, he's, he's almost playing in the wrong era. There's not really a role for him in modern it'd, football. It'd be awful for him as well when people are going around and going, oh, you know, you stay with forever, you're going to be like the new Matt Latissi. It's like, oh, that's <laughs> that name. I'll get rattled on that. That, that, that name's, been, name's been tainted now, hasn't it? Just like, yeah, no, no, uh, nobody wants that. I think I'll leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next up, Carl, you must have been absolute, gone from pure ecstasy um, at about ten past three, and then about twenty to five, just felt like your life was over. Um, <laughs> for one, Burnley two, um, with an eighty-third and then eighty-six minute winner, eighty-third minute equalised, an eighty-six minute winner for Burnley, which. I had given up hope for, to be honest. So, I mean, I'll come to you. I mean, how was your emotions keeping an eye on this score? Um, head in bin comes to mind. <laughs> um, Waffle of paw. Really weak at the back. Really weak. Um, when they scored the first Burnley, I knew they'd get another. Um, but it just really, really saddens me that a team assembled like Burnley's is actually better than us. It's pathetic. But I'm literally going through the team now and I wouldn't take any of them. They're all garbage. Mm-hmm. And that's including Adam Lennon. Wait, hold on here, hold on. Beghurst isn't a bad player. Dwight McNeil's not bad. Dwight McNeil can't run. So, so yeah. yeah. But he's a good footballer. Like, Tarkovsky's Shite. probably hands down the best centre-half in that bottom half of the league. It's um, a big, that's, yeah. that's a big claim to make, isn't it? I'm trying. Well, <laughs> I, now bear in mind, I don't know. Like, you kind of tell me there's a better centre half at Norwich, Watford, Everton. Certainly no Leeds. Um, I don't know who plays centre half for Southampton. Um, Bednarek and uh, Salasu. Yeah, no having He's that. He's all right, that's all Yeah, no having it. Um, I mean, I mean, we bid thirty million for him, so that's how good he is. I'll take you back. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think rather than go through everyone, let's just say that Gay from Palace is better than him because we just yeah, talked okay, about it. Yeah, I'll give you that, and I'll get and Conza and then Villa, and then everyone of like you know Evans at Leicester and Fafana at Leicester. Oh, Evans is ninety-five year old. I'm I'm going with I'm going go with player though. Very good player. But yeah, like you. Put it this way, he still walks into the the Everton team. He walks into a lot of the teams at the bottom half. Um, and it'll be interesting to see where he actually goes. And is he still a free, I think he's not signed a new contract. No, he hasn't, no. Yeah, I, I was going to say that. I think he might go to Newcastle, to be honest. I think we would have signed him in January. But you were going to again, get without without getting ideas of our station, I think we can get better now. I think Dan Byrne was our Tarkovsky, and then we'll go and sign somebody better. Baldini. Um, I, st- I still think you signed Joe Gomez, I'm telling you. 
I still think the Sanjo Cole is. Uh, well, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, he needs first time fo- first well, football. Like, really. I mean, I mean, Fabian Scher signed a new contract, which is great news for mm. people who like handsome footballers. Um, <laughs> He's a good-looking boy. Well, obviously, very keen on getting Sven Botman from Lille, um, yes. but he may he may have better options. But that's probably the kind of pond we're fishing in, rather than Burnley's cast-offs anymore. We've we've done that. We've done the Burnley cast-offs. So we're moving yeah. on now. Yeah. Evan, might, Evan might sign him. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he fancies another relegation battle, though. So, maybe a big, maybe a big sell for them. Um, I'm not even going to ask about the Watford. How close are they to officially being relegated? What are we talking about? I think they need to win all their games and have no one above them win any points Hope at all. The best, yeah, right. the ten points behind us now, aren't they? Yeah, ten uh, point, and you've got a game in hand. So, they're, they're take, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the, they had to win this, and and I think they've then got Everton to come, and possibly someone else who they could take points off. But yeah, it's, they, can, it's, they, can, uh, they can only get thirty-four points. So yeah, <laughs> they're, abs- they're absolutely done. And what right. I enjoyed, what I enjoyed most about this was at fault. Time Roy Hodgson put his put his shades on for some reason. Like he watched the whole game, like <laughs> shadeless, and then it got to full time. He's like, well, my work here is done. Put his shades on. He's like, right, so life. Yeah. Well, I was that's I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he resigned before then the season because uh, he's he's had minimal impact and just looks like a like a, a very old, confused man, which he absolutely, is. Absolutely, so. he wants <laughs> he wants that manager sacking payoff as that final final payoff to go on holiday with a wife. Well, like like we said, it's. He must have just been asked to do the dishes one night, I reckon. And he's just came around and went, fuck this. And he's like, hey, look, I, I'd rather coach Watford. And, <laughs> and that's, that's like the, the, the ultimate insult in that house. But. That, is the, that is the title of the podcast. I'd rather oh, yeah. coach um, we'll, we'll, we'll move along to uh, a free score in Brighton, Dave. Um, oh, what on earth happened here? Like, yeah, 3-0 oh. and a missed penalty. Uh, Wolves, who give nothing away, decided this was the day to give everything away. Um, the fans started booing the team, and they're like, is it eight? <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I know what you're so. saying, but you're also conceding three to Brighton. That might be that might be worse than like losing to like a Burnley at this point. Like Brighton have scored ten goals all season, it feels like. Didn't they have another 3-0 win maybe about two months ago? I feel like that's all they've scored. He was 3-2, didn't he? Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, the score that goes, the, the score that goes in, 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 in phases, um, this is their goals done for the month of May. So, actually it was in April, wasn't it? So maybe, maybe it was the April. Allocation. No, it is done for May as well. Uh, well, don't worry, more to come. Um, 34 goals, so they have, they have a goal, less than a goal a game. They have played 35 games. They have only scored 34 goals. Yeah, that sums it up really. Um, fair play to the fella who missed a pen to then step up and take it again. He had to wrestle the ball out of Crossard's hand to do it, but he still did. McAllister. McAllister, wasn't it? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm also not happy with that because start have, have some balls and say, no, you're not getting to take one you missed. Get to. <laughs> Get the back of the queue. Yeah, absolutely. You're done. Um, it's not enough greedy players at Brighton, obviously, well. We could tell because nobody scores goals. <laughs> um, Trossard did get his goal though, and Danny Welbeck with a little assist. Um, he's Basuma with with the, the final goal. 
can you explain me how that one went in? Like, it wasn't like the most ferociously struck effort. And Star's arm seemed to get like actively smaller when he died for it. It was bizarre. Yeah, nope. I'm not on that one. That was a, that was a strange one. It was. Uh, and it's not... One thing I will say, it's not like Wolves to give away three goals, like you said. Yeah, that was... I, I don't know what was strange. Wolves conceding three or Brighton scoring three. Like, I don't know which was the... Well, if you have Conor Cody in your back four, then you'd obviously uh, Dyson with death, to be fair. I've, I, I've written down in my notes, strange Wolves team selection, but I haven't put any context to it. Let me just see what the team was. Uh, oh, oh, I see. Hang on. I see. They the left, the left out Jimenez. Um, oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? For, for some reason, he's just had a, like, a two-match ban, so he missed like a month because it fell over like, a national break. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's had like two games back, and they've gone, ah, like, you know, that's... Uh, that's time for you to have a rest, Raul. <laughs> yeah. It's not really he's not really set the, the world on fire this year. He's not kinda of got his No, his but his replacement's like Fabio Silva, who looks like a young Sergio Bob, who I don't remember ever scoring this season. Maybe he's got one or two. He was expensive uh, as well, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. He's not very good, and, is he? But let's be honest, it's nothing at all to do with the Portuguese club <laughs> no, uh, being <laughs> essentially owning wolves. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, spend thirty million. Um, and Huang, who started like when he signed him, he was brilliant. And I think, yeah. I think he hasn't scored this year. Certainly, he hasn't scored for a while anyway. Um, so I good, good for them. Speaking of time wasters, Jesus Christ, Wolves! Wow. Uh, oh, like they are the most European team I've ever seen. Like playing the Premier League, it's like <laughs> the nil nil away from home, and they take. Three hours over every goal kick, over every throw in, every chance to go down injured they'll go down. Yeah, um, they're just absolute masters in wasting your life. Like <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> awful, awful to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I assume they're not like that at home because um, no one would go and watch them. Um, <laughs> Does anyone go and watch Wolves? <laughs> well, I mean somebody must. But as I, said, I was, I was a little bit surprised to hear the fans like booing when the second goal went in. Um, Considering you know the eighth, um, and they're not very good either. They're only three points off seventh with a game in hand. West Ham have actively given up because they're focusing on well Frankfurt, who who they need to turn that around. But um, I I just think it's I feel like they're a bit of an odd club. Um, Wolves yeah, yeah. have drawn four times all season. How do you draw four in thirty-four? That's incredible. Yeah, it's about like Leeds from last season. Isn't it? It's either a win or a loss and they, they went on that run that I feel like everybody just forgot they existed and then all mm. of a sudden they, were, they won five games in a row and well I think me and Sai said the same thing didn't we where like they win 1-0 or they don't win at all <laughs> like yeah um, their goals for tally is nowhere near enough um, yeah they've, they've actually scored less than, than Brighton they've only got 33 goals in 35 games 34 games sorry um, which is just to be that high up the league, so that's your eighth and ninth teams sitting with less than a goal a game, which is very not a great advert for the great Premier League, is it? Yeah. No, I, th- I think it's very apparent that like in the Premier League, there's like six very good teams, and everyone else is just there. <laughs> oh, well, there's I know. Two, and then there's some Obviously. good teams. Yeah, at least at least Fulham <laughs> will be entertaining next season. No, true. Seven nil today, won't it? Yeah, yes. that, but that's that's just just secures the team getting relegated next season, doesn't it? That's just yeah, true. They've replaced Norwich's 
for over next season, and then the season after Norwich will come back up. Fulham will be back down, and then we'll just, Born, it'll be 2036, and we'll still be repeating the same <laughs> the same process. It feels like. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Speaking of typical boring processes, um, Leeds <laughs> you know, Man City four. Um, the only talk about it I'm going to add, and it's purely because I've seen a tweet of yours, Dave, and, 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 and I hate to agree with it, but it's true, is Jesus's form in the last 46 weeks has been incredible. It has, yeah. I mean, you know, he didn't, he didn't score at all, and now he scores every week, which in that team, it's, it, was, it was a joke. He hadn't scored since, what was it, yeah. September or October? Like, how on earth did he not score in that team when he played up front? Um he, you can blame me for that one, by the way, because I actually text my mate saying he's on his way to Arsenal or something, and I text him back saying he's not really a goal scorer, though, is he? <laughs> Enter Jesus. <laughs> yeah, just, I don't Sorry. Know, just, just that City team are just... Methodical. Yeah, well, yeah. well, I was annoyed because I, I looked at the lineups and I thought, well... Leeds a terrible defender in general, and Man City always score from set pieces. And so I bet on Laporte to score. And of course, everybody else pretty much did. <laughs> even for, <laughs> bloody Aki. Even Fernandinho scored. Like, yeah. Well, give it a great, rest, like. <laughs> the, the greatest insult of all. Um, how how wrecked are Leeds on a scale of one to wrecked? Like, I'm, I, I can't make an argument and stand up. Look at the games. Yeah. Uh, so Arsenal next. Then Brighton and then Brentford. Just, I'm I'm now struggling to see them get a point. They may keep us up. Struggle to see them getting a point. I really, really do. I mean, we'll come on to everyone's fixtures and well, next actually, I think their game's next. So, I mean, the only the only slight argument I can make in their favour is that Chelsea look like they can't be asked anymore, and they play them three days before the cup final. I was going to say the cup final must be about then, is it? Three days after the play, aye. Um, oh, they play the uh, final, yeah. So, yeah, that's maybe Leeds' saving. But Leeds are atrocious. And, like, at first, like, Ross says some outlandish things about Leeds, how he doesn't care about going down. Like, he's kind of feels the owners of, of Shafter. But what, what I will say is, I kind of, I don't think Leeds would have had any more or less points under Bielsa. But at least the fans would have been happy and enjoying themselves. Because they, they didn't seem to care. About their on the run, they were just enjoying. Well, that's, I think that's at least under Bielsa they had that sort of chaos factor, um, where you know there was a, there was a chance they might have won a game, or there was a chance they might have scored a goal. Whereas he's kind of neutralised them completely, hasn't he? Like at least with yeah. Bielsa's gung ho style, the fact that they could score from you know the right back runs through a centre forward for no yeah. logical reason, like that kind of probably won them, but did win them a number of points, but. Um, now it's like, well, it's all very predictable. Um, Rafinha seems to play it like so deep now. You need him as high up the field as possible, but he just yeah. isn't involved in the attacks. And um, obviously they're missing the centre forward still, but yeah. uh, they don't look a threat whatsoever. Um, and uh, as I said, I can't see them getting enough points to get out of it. Um, they're not the type of team who's going to grind out a 1-0 win because they're just no. not good enough to do it. Um, exactly, yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm fearing for them, to be honest. I mean, obviously, Carl, it's great news for you, but bad yeah. news for us. 
I was I actually watched this game as well and can we just say that Dallas's tackle was the most reckless tackle I've ever seen in my life and he got <laughs> nothing for it. That's a straight red for me though. It's the only way it went off on the stretcher. Bless him. Just, uh, <laughs> just, just a quick, just a quick question. There. I'm, I'm struggling to understand how it can be reckless and a red card at the same time. So, I, th- I thought it was a poor tackle. I, I thought the ref knew it was coming as well because all he did all game was boot Jack Grealish. Don't get me wrong, Jack Grealish didn't play very well, but it doesn't help when Stuart Dallas is booting it up in the air every five seconds. And I think the combination of his fouls deserved the straight red. So sorry. I kind of felt like um, Leeds' game plan was purely just to just to keep them. Like yeah. they, they had absolutely like no other plan. It was just ah, let's just try and wind Grealish up. Uh, and it, it, it normally does work because he's a knobhead. So I know, I know, but like he doesn't have a history of getting sent off, does he? Like I don't remember, remember <laughs> no. ever ever lashing out and getting sent off. People just seem like to pull his hair. Like is he with his own way? They were throwing paper at him, for God's sake. Uh, <laughs> that would have been Just, I don't know. Just, um, I, yeah, I I do struggle to see Leeds staying up. And unfortunately, I struggle to see Man City dropping a single point between them and the I, end of the season. I thought this one would be a banana skin for them, to be honest. No, no, no. Um, under but, Bielsa, yeah, but not under. Well, uh, God's sake. I think at this time of the season to have a, you're playing against a team who's got something to play for, that's almost like the best you can hope for, Ali. Is like you know they're going to come up against someone who's motivated, um, but at least yeah. we're, we're nowhere, like nowhere near them really. I mean, so who are who are City? So I mean, they've got your Wolves, West Ham, and and Villa. The only Ball on the beach. Team, the only team out of those four I honestly can see putting in like masses of effort into them. Is Villa, and that's only if Gerard manages to rile them up somehow, because all depends what happens on Thursday with West Ham. Mm. Wolves are just Wolves if they still had a dama, because at least they had that threat for cities. Because City can't defend. Like, Wolves got, got a decent record against City. Of maybe yeah. not always winning, always not winning, but certainly giving them a hard game. Um, Probably obviously more so under Nuno, but yeah. even earlier this season, like Man City didn't beat them one 0 at home, um, and that was a very very dodgy penalty. Um, yeah, against ten men as well, by the way. Cause Jimenez got that ridiculous two yellow oh, cards in, yeah. ten, in, t- in ten seconds. Um, so maybe all hope's not lost, but as you say, if West Ham are out of Europe by then, they'll have to go try and get seventh. Yeah, um, that, that's still that's, that's that was like a hope. But it's, it's clutching straws, isn't it? But yeah. Liverpool are going to lose the league by scoring 94 points. <laughs> that is wow. just ludicrous. I don't think there's a Premier League season out with what Liverpool and Chelsea, Liverpool and City are doing that that 94 points doesn't pretty much guarantee the league. I know. It's, it's, uh... the, the levels that these two have set, regardless of either team, is just, just ridiculous. It, it's, it's scary. Yeah. You see, so a bit more excitement in your voice when we're talking about this, Carl. <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm just looking at the league table. Liverpool, um, I've got a 50 point lead over Everton, and that 50 <laughs> points will get you eight. <laughs> God, I want to shoot myself in the brain. I mean, that's, that's something that I've done. That's the absolute chasm between 
the top two and everybody else. Like, I know I've been yeah. obviously down oh. towards the bottom of the table, but I mean that's that's mad. That it's a huge gap. Between, um, between between now and the end of the season, I I reckon there'll be at least a twenty point gap between second and fourth. Which is absolutely bonkers. My dream of Chelsea not finishing fourth is kind of alive. Like it's <laughs> it's hanging on. There'll be a especially where Chelsea. I can honestly see Chelsea being on the beach almost and having to try and dig it out the last game of the season once they've lost the FA Cup. It's a I massive, it's a massive shame that Arsenal and Tottenham got to play each other. Like, yeah. In terms of that, you know, Chelsea not getting fourth. I mean, that game itself will be good, but um, yeah, I, I really don't want Chelsea to finish in the top four, but they even fourth. But again, good. Dave, Chelsea and Ar- Spurs and Arsenal realistically should already have Chelsea out the top four. Yeah. Like the results they've had in the last month to six weeks at Arsenal and Tottenham against some ridiculous teams mm. is yeah. nonsense. Just, I know. Arsenal losing to Brighton and Southampton consecutive weeks as yeah. well. Yeah. And Spurs had. Spurs lost to Burnley at one point. Spurs lost to Brighton and yeah. um, Brentford? Yeah. Oh, they drew with Brentford, sorry. Drew with Brentford, yeah. That was the, the one all game, wasn't it? It was no, I think it was 0 0 and Spurs had. 0 0, right. No oh yeah, we all had it as the game of the again. weekend, and it turns out to be the worst. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, um, we'll move on to Sunday then, and the game that nobody wants to talk about, about the two teams in blue that no one likes, maybe the two least favourite teams in the league. Um, oh, sorry. For yourself, Norbert. Everton won, Chelsea nil, uh, our Richarlison goal just after half-time, Carl. Um, I mean, there's no way you've seen this result coming, but it must have just been such a relief. Um, especially after obviously the Burnley result um, and the Leeds obviously result because it just gives you another team pulled into the pack yeah um, I thought we'd win yesterday to be honest um, absolute nonsense I did I, I generally thought we'd win I think um, they can win all season I think I said last week you'd get a point possibly oh do you know what and you can talk about you know we were good and and we were, we, uh, back to the professional note, we were very professional. Mason Holgate was absolutely everywhere, and I generally, he must have had a bag of speed or something, because he was, he was quality. And I, I was like, is that Mason Holgate? Really? <laughs> um, Michalanko's getting be- better with every game. Um, Wobie. Wow, Cam Fulton. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Fabian Delf. Two in a shift. Richarlison's just Richarlison. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about our, our man JP. Um, unbelievable save that. How the hell has he saved that? Your witness, Ali. It's not. It's not worth it. It's, it's, um, it's a great save. It's a great save, and he's had a great game. Unfortunately, there's a chance he'll cost you league by throwing three goals into the net because that's what he does. Um, I think the agenda's quite right for you, to be honest. It's not an agenda. It's 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 the same as anyone saying Tyrone Wings is a good centre half. I'll not have anybody telling me Jordan Pickford's a good goalkeeper. Well, he is. Deal with he's, it. He, but he's not. He's, he's had one good game in 34, so I'll give you that. Yeah, I, think, I think the problem is when you know when he's when he's good, he's very good. Exceptionally, you know, yesterday was was one of one of those games, but. He's had too many this season and well throughout his career where he's just not played to his potential. Um, never for England, which again probably 
harder for you to take, Carl, but I don't think he's ever let England down, but I think he's let you down a, a number of times. Um, but he's a goalkeeper. Like it, it happens, in it? Like all, all goalkeepers, if they make mistakes, it's just magnified 100%. And when the England's number one, it gets magnified even more. So um, he's probably worth sticking with for games like yesterday because I think with most other goalkeepers, you probably wouldn't have won that. But, uh, you know, that save, the agility to get back across there was incredible. So, yeah. fair play to him. Do you know the worst bit about Pickford? And he brings it on himself. It's because he's an arrogant little shit. Yeah, he is. He has no right to be. Like, he genuinely... Like, you should behave like that if you're an elite, elite goalkeeper. But he doesn't. He literally just... And I feel he's always bollocksing somebody else as well. <laughs> he, he could make a mistake, throw the ball in the goal. The first thing he does is blame somebody else. Yeah, um... His, his arrogance does annoy me a bit. I find it quite funny, but it is annoying. <laughs> um, it's one of those when it's when it's working, it's hilarious. But like again, <laughs> you know, it was like in the the derby of the week where you know he, he caught a ball in the first half and then threw himself to the floor to waste ten seconds. Like, and then Allison's on it the other side. I know if you do if you're doing that on thirty minutes, like yeah. it's just stupid. <laughs> no, it is, and and that's that's what lets him down. He's He's a, he's, a, he's a rash and his decision making is not great but he, he's got it in his locker and, he's, and you've seen he's got it in his locker he's he, yeah it's just, he, yeah like you said he's a goalkeeper he's a fucking lunatic isn't he <laughs> well all goalkeepers are psychopaths well yeah obviously there's, there's not a normal goalkeeper out there no no why would you yeah. choose to be a goalkeeper? Of all the places, <laughs> why would you choose to be a goalkeeper? No, I, I, how do you get to a point where you go, oh, you know what, I'll play in goal? <laughs> Especially with him as well, because like, he's, not, he's not the biggest. Like, you know, and obviously, sometimes you get like people who are six foot five, and, you know, they're a bit clumsy when they're playing football, but obviously they've got a big reach, and I can say I'll be, become a goalkeeper, but with him, like, he's not the most like imposing of lads, is he? I mean, no. we, we obviously got a, a running joke with his arms are a bit short. But generally, same size as I can see. It's not. Oh, please do not. That, that is not a comparison we are having. Get, said get size. Didn't say he was good as him. I know, but that's not a comparison. It is it's not fair. Dave. Anyway, <laughs> um, his passing is really good, though. Mm. Oh, his distribution's yeah. very good. Yeah. No, it is. He's got a lot of plus points. I say, like, obviously, I see him a lot more for England than for you, but. Um, He's 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 very very good, especially in the modern game when you you have a keeper who can play out. Yeah, really useful. Um, and obviously it helps when he's making saves like he did yesterday. But it's all the other histrionics you go that go with it, um, yeah, which it's, it's hard drive, to keep it. Around the bend. It's it's hard to keep it at a Pickford level, as it were, um, mm. because like you said, he's as much as he's got saves in his locker, he's an absolute mentalist. <laughs> yeah. And don't get me wrong, I, I don't think he's like the best in the league by no stretch of the imagination. We know who the best two keepers are in the league, and we don't need to say it. <laughs> but I think if Allison makes that save, it's it's on Sky Sports every five seconds, to be honest. So yeah. Uh, see, uh, see, that's as well. I, I I think you'll get more coverage of the Pickford save because he's English. Possibly, but he's um, play for Liverpool. But what, what I will say, I'm, I'm curious to who you think is the second best keeper in the league, because it's certainly not Ederson. It is. Nah, no, nah, not for as a goalkeeper, no. I, th- I think I think he's a very good. The one thing about Allison Ederson, 
and I've always said this, to get the ball and move it on. I like that. Yeah. If you watch if you watch Jordan Pickford, he does actually attempt to do that, but <laughs> reality kicks in with Evan. Yeah. I, I think Mendy and De Gea are both better goalkeepers than, than Ederson. De Gea is a bit wild. Mendy's a, 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 a just bit rem- better at the distribution and the, the high press and that. Possibly, yes. Stuff that Liverpool and City do. Um, I, feel, I feel like with Edison, like, I never really see him make a save because... He doesn't need that, to, does he? Exactly. Well, like, like with Alisson, he makes probably at least one good save every game because as, the way you play... I mean, I mean granted, yes, a lot of them actually flag outside yeah, ten, 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 ten minutes later, but still. Um, I feel like with Alisson, I know how good he is as a goalkeeper. With Edison, like, I can barely remember him making like, a top goal. Mm. I say he's just yeah, very, very good at sort of the, the modern, the modern goalkeeper thing of being sweeper right keeper, as it were. Th- I, I also doesn't make the saves that you feel he should make. You know, like they, no, not sorry, I, I said that the wrong round. Like when you there, there's goalkeepers like Ederson, all all top level goalkeepers will make saves that they should make, but the elite goalkeepers make saves that the normal goalkeepers just don't make. Like De Gea yeah. for years made saves that you're just like. How, and and Allison does the same. Allison, there's been a few games this season that we've really got to thank Allison. He's pulled out. I, I don't feel like Ederson ever makes those saves. Um, which I mean, it's not it's not a bad thing. He, he does exactly what City need. You know, he, he he's he's off his line quick. He's high, and as you yeah. mentioned, Carl, his distribution is is I would me, and it's probably biased because I see him more. Is only second to Allison. Well, yeah, because um... I see him more. And yeah, that, and that's what you need in a keeper. You need it. You need them to get it moving on. If you look at all the bad teams, I'm not including ourselves just for a moment. Um, <laughs> Norwich's goalkeepers crap. Watford's <laughs> goalkeepers crap. Southampton's keepers crap. I could go on really. Um, I mean, the the, the 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 thing that links all those teams though is that they're not they're not playing in a way of getting the ball moving. No, you know they're not. Their their goalkeeper's name is look get the ball stop and let us get back in yeah. position yeah. to to reset and and that's where it's different and I mean and that is why like De Gea like De Gea couldn't play in the Liverpool or Man City teams doesn't matter how good he is he just couldn't play in such you know where you're giving up maybe more so City than anything purely on the basis that they don't concede many chances but just his style of play as you say the slowness and the just wouldn't work, and it doesn't make him any less of a goalkeeper. No, not at all. It's, not at uh, all. it's, you know, it's just modern, modern goalkeepers, as it were. Yeah, and and yeah, and I mean, I, I'm just always curious about the goalkeeper, goalkeeper debate. Um, I just, yeah, I just never had as a as a goalkeeper, as in the the you know the saving and all that. I've always had Allison, not Allison, Ederson, just that little bit further down. I mean, like still in the elite bracket, obviously in the top five, six goalkeepers in the league, but. Yeah, I just never had him in second when you look at in the the stats, the goalkeeping stats side of things. But yeah, just always curious. But it's 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 a very niche to find yeah. a good goalkeeper these days. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, we're blessed in England. I'd say we've probably got the the top echelon now. The the guy All Black seems to have not fallen off a cliff as such, but his standards have dropped. Ter Stegen's not the the same no. like he was. I don't know. Is Neuer still playing for Bayern? Is he still yeah. first choice? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's just going to be there forever. He's like 
Khan. <laughs> feels like it, yeah. Um, the, the other goalkeeper who's good, the, what's his name, the guy at PSG, was at Real Madrid before? Oh, Navas. Yeah, I, I always thought he was quite underrated, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I like him. Well, it's nice. Donnarumma as well. I was going to say, like, Donnarumma's going to be around for another 30 years now, isn't he? That's right, Donnarumma as well. He's a big unit, him, isn't he? Oh, big, yeah. big fella. Um, <laughs> yeah, goalkeepers are a... Yeah, it's just a... As you say, Carl, it's just a strange, strange bunch. As you say, yep. who chooses to be a goalkeeper? You know, what I mean? it's just, just weird. Um, anything more to add on 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 Everton? Um, it, it, yes, they give us hope. Um, yes. And on Saturday, you must have really been struggling for hope. The way yes, Burnley, because yes. even even with the lead result obviously happening. I, I don't think unless you're maybe an Everton or Leeds fan, I don't think you really truly appreciated Leeds how bad in trouble they were. Well, yeah, that, that's that's a good point. And with two points behind them now, with a game in hand, um, very favourable three games coming up. Now, I think I think we'll lose confidence next week. To be honest, you think, you think you'll lose? Yes. I don't. I just don't see Leicester beating anyone. I think I'll stand by it again. It's well, very good away from home. That's that's the problem. Mm. You're bugger because you're waiting what for the week after as well. We, that's the game that you've got to look at and think we've got to win that. I think in a mad way, like if, it depends on what happens to Leicester midweek. If they beat Rome on Thursday, they're going to be absolutely buzzing their tits off by the time they play you because they've got a European final to look forward to. There'll be players who'll be playing for a place in that. Um, Whereas if Lou... has a, a blue wafer for breakfast, will help or hinder? Like, so I don't know. I don't know. Really, <laughs> I like it that it helps them. You don't want them having a blue wicket for breakfast. All right, you can have a vodka for breakfast. Then. That's like that's like a spinach and it's like Popeye. It's like <laughs> olive oil. Rebecca Vardy comes out and he's like, "Oh no, there's no there's no there's no blue wickets left today." <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you said spinning. I'm like, "What's a spinning class got to do with olive oil?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Scottish and Geordie accent. You've got to love it together. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll move on to the to just clubs that have probably annoyed us the most stable for the past few months. Uh, we'll, come to, we'll come to Spurs first. Um, uh, 3-1 win at, at home to Leicester. Harry Kane opens. I think he opened this one. And then Son with two. Son's on a very good goal-scoring run this season. And then in the actual, we're, we're late. Waste of time goal, really, but mm, yeah, yeah. Um, again, really good win for Spurs. When, when Spurs are good, they look really good. That Kulisevsky boy looks looks a real good player, but again, I'll, I, I still stand by Rogers gets sacked this season. This Leicester team are oh, they're awful. I mean, they considered yet another goal from a corner, yeah. um, which which is ridiculous to get this far in the season and not address that. <laughs> If you come see goals and corns for the first few months of the season, you go, you know what, we'll probably work on that. I'll stand by uh, a great a great line that Brendan Rodgers said when he was at Liverpool um, when he kept one clean sheet in about ten games. Oh, it must be that defensive coach that I need. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> <defensive> coach. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's, that wasn't great. Um, by all accounts, Spurs were pretty, were pretty average until Kulisevsky came on. He was uh, left on the bench for Lucas oh, Moura. He came on and got two assists. Um, obviously, I mean, one, a call and assist. He passed the ball to Son, who curled on the top corner from 30 yards on his left foot, like 
you know, all right, give him the assist for that, but Son did a lot of the heavy lifting there. Um, I think, as usual, you know, with, with Spurs, if, if Kane and Son are on form, they'll win. Uh, if they are nullified, they won't. Um, Leicester rotated 10 players, I think, other than Schmeichel, who want to keep his place. Um, they obviously have their eyes on that return leg with Roma on Thursday, which is understandable, um, but they've given themselves a lot to do. They've got to go to Rome and win, I think, or obviously yeah. draw. Um, yeah, so they're, you know, they're going to have to find a way to get past Mourinho team and two-legged football, which... It's a tough ask. Uh, better, better men have tried, shall we say. <laughs> so... So I don't I don't fancy their chances, but that's you know all their eggs are in that basket now. Yeah. Uh, and like I said five minutes ago, if, if they lose that, I think we'll find out the true mindset of a lot of those Leicester players. Which ones are staying? Which ones can't wait to get out? There's a few of them. There is, there is. I think, as we've said a few times on this, I think Rogers more or less called them out after that Forest game and said, you know, some of them won't be here in the summer um, because they've come as far as they'll come with this club. I think we know who he's talking about, the likes of Telemans, um, and possibly a few others who um, either had their best days and want to move on. Or Perez, possibly? Well, he's, he, he disappeared and got recalled for that quarter-final of PSV. He came off the bench and scored, or set oh. one up, or whatever he did, but uh, he just, we just haven't seen enough of him. Um, and I said, I think I speculated at the time, that he must have fallen out. He's been, he seems to be on the yeah. bench every week and doesn't come on. Um whether they've kissed me up or not, I don't know, but um, they've got a they've got a really good squad in terms of depth. Do you, think, do you think they'll sign on paper anyway? But is he on loan? Alone, is he? Yeah. Well, I think he's done alright. He's, like, he's not. Yeah. He's not pulled. He's not pulled up any trees. But as a squad player, like I think he's, he's done. Maybe Leicester player, isn't he? He is. But again, it'll probably depend on whether they're in Europe or not. Like yeah. if they're if they're in Europe, they've got they've got you know they need squad players. But if they're not. They can probably afford to trim some of the fat uh, and sort of, you know, promote youth players and, and that kind of thing. But um, they've got a, you know, a really in-depth squad on paper. But some of them have passed the best. You know, they're still playing Mark Albrighton a lot, um, who, all right, never really had bags of pace to lose. But um, it's completely gone now. Isn't it? He must be. He must be catching up with them playing wing back in that formation. Like, <laughs> it doesn't really seem right. Um, I think, you know, Telemans and Didi, I think they both had their heads turned by bigger clubs. Yeah. Madison possibly the same. Um, although Barnes. He's a bit, but Barnes is another one who seems to do well and gets on the, gets put on the bench. Now, I know a lot of it's rotation, but um, I don't know. I think they need to have a, not a clear, but there's probably five or six who could be could be moving on. Yeah, um, he's a refresh, I believe, at Leicester. Yeah, I, that's probably the right word for it. Just, just a Pop few adjustments. A manager down. <laughs> well, I'd, I think I'd, he'll I'd, go one way or the other. To be honest, I, I, I do. It's not a bias thing. I just think he's done. He, he is yeah, a he's syndrome, manager, he? and I just don't think he can take them any higher than he had. Yeah, two years previous. I mean, he's, he's managed consistently for. He hasn't really had a break because he went on Celtic to Leicester. Yep, yeah. So he's probably had maybe five well, or six years. Yeah, yeah. Take a job that when a manager's fired, not that we're advocating somebody get fired obviously next season, but, you know, undoubtedly somebody will, you know, a, a, a middle-tier t- team. Um, because I think he's he's probably ruined his chances of getting 
one of the top jobs. He's, he's almost went a season too long at Leicester. If he'd, if he'd almost left at the end of last season, his stock was very high. Yeah, but I don't see who's coming into Leicester either. Which um, is a, I don't, I don't know who's available, but um, I don't even know where they would look. Would they look in England? Um, <laughs> they might try and take Eddie Howe on current form. I was literally going to say that then. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a very Leicester manager, I think. He, he is. He is. Yeah. I, also, I also don't think he'd leave us. No, I don't he, either. If you had you know, to save a, yeah. a bottomless pit of money where you, you know, you're very well liked to go to a club who's... You know. He's made himself a hero, like, immediately. That's yeah. not going crazy, yeah. No, but he well, I mean, to these fact, they went from Steve Bruce to Eddie Howe. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I mean, you know, football's very fickle, and I've no doubt in a couple of years' time... He won't be the manager anymore, but at the moment his stock is very high with us, and yeah. I can't imagine leaving, but... Um, I think Leicester. I don't think he'll leave. I think he. I think he'll have a go at rebuilding. Um, I think he fancies the Man City job um, when Guardiola goes. Which is, well, he was. He, didn't they say they wanted him, or someone said they wanted him a while ago? Well, yeah, he was linked because Pep was going next year. Was that not his original plan? Yeah, twenty-four. Yeah, yeah, so yeah was, I think so. There was huge talk, and I still could see him being Chelsea manager next season, depending on. What Tuchel decides what to do. Tuchel might not want to hang around depending on what owner comes up. I think they'll start oh. To be honest. Well, there's every, there's every chance that the new owners the, the new owners might want their own man in. Yeah. Um, you can't rule that out. Um, but, I mean, what happens to the Chelsea? Uh, phew, your guess is as good as mine. Like, yeah. the longest yeah. protracted... Who well, cares? <laughs> well, well, I mean, obviously, I hope they're Hire Mr. Blobby, like if that's an option. Like, <laughs> uh, what, was meant, what was meant to be like an urgent sale has taken four months now. <laughs> it's like uh, the Newcastle takeover drama. Uh, it's, well, <laughs> it might take the same amount of time, Dave. Well, if it takes 18 months, they'll go out of business, so fine. Like, yes, let it drag on. Make, I'm make here for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> At least all three of us are agreeing on that one. This is a rarity on this show. Um, last game on the Sunday boys just to tie in with the Spurs top four drama and teams going on holiday like Leicester um, West Ham played a much stronger team than they should have done and I thought it was actually a terrible decision by Moyes but um, Arsenal come away with a 2-1 win Jared Bowen again possibly player of the season he probably won't win player of the season but he'll win like if there's such an award for like Breakthrough star, if that's a thing. Like, I think he's come. How old is he? Would he be young player of the year? Possibly. Well, I think he's old than that, isn't he? He was at, um, he was at Bowl for quite a while. Uh, was oh, he called? Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Sorry. Jared Bowen. Let's have a look. He is twenty-five. Wow. His career's over, really. I don't know why. Especially at West Ham as well. <laughs> no, I, I think he's been the biggest surprise of the season. I know he was kind of like highly rated, but. I don't think people expect him to put up these sorts oh, of numbers. No, no. Like, well, um, I put up in the summer and like, our fans were fuming. Well, I think mean, last season we had that quiz and he was the most subbed off player, wasn't he? Yeah, he, that's right, yeah. Every, every like, 70 minutes he got subbed, like, without fail. 
Um, whereas now he's, you know, first name on the team sheet, one of the last ones you'd, pull, you'd bring off if he, unless he's injured. Um, he, I really like him. Uh, I think he'll play for England in the summer, assuming he's fit. Um, but as you say, he had absolutely, they shouldn't have been playing him uh, in this game with the biggest game in their history, arguably, for a long time anyway, yeah. coming up on, on Thursday. I, I, I said move. this. Obviously, Celtic and Rangers were playing on Sunday as well. And I was saying to both sets of fans that if Rangers don't play their under-12s in this game, knowing what game they've got on Thursday. Um, it was actually quite a good game as well. I watched that. Yeah, but it just makes no sense. Like, why? No, it doesn't. Why sense. risk it when you have got like a chance of history? And West Ham more so than Rangers. Rangers obviously, there's a chance Rangers will win the league next season. Like That's just what they do. But yeah. West Ham are in a European semi-final. There's a chance that... In our in our lifetimes, we don't see that again. No, definitely not. Well, especially if like, you know, Rangers beat Leipzig. If you said to West Ham, you're going to be in the Europa League final this season, Rangers. and you're going to play against Rangers for a place yeah. in the Champions League. Very harsh to United-esque, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. For both teams, you know, like if Rangers could have took any team out of that UEFA Cup run. To get in the final, they would have took West Ham all day long. Easily, yeah, hundred percent. And man, both teams, why they've went, especially after watching that game yesterday. Um, West Ham were completely going through the motions, and like you said, like you both said, they're waiting for that game against Frankfurt. I think it's worse as well when you when you play like half your first team and put in some fringe players as well because it's like. Yeah. Why, why risk getting some of them injured? I mean, well, you're not going to win. You might as well. You either go like all in or all out, surely. Yeah, <laughs> like, I agree. I know. I know they haven't got the the, the biggest squad, which no. you know, the fans aren't going to care about this result. They no. could have lost. They could. They could have lost six nil. And they wouldn't they, have been asked. And they wouldn't have been bothered one bit because they go and get through on Thursday. They're going to have a three week party where they're just focused on one game. A shootout with Leipzig or Rangers to play in the Champions League next season. Like, that's all it comes down to. I think I think if West Ham get through, they'll win it. But I just don't I mean, see them getting past Frankfurt. To be honest, I just I don't understand. Like, had Declan Rice or Bowen, and obviously they haven't, so Boyce has got it right. But had Rice or Bowen picked up a niggle that they, that they couldn't play on Thursday, for me that that almost ended their chance. Declan Rice yeah. has been their most important player in Europe this season. Mm-hmm. To be fair, important player ever. Um, yeah, probably apart from Antonio, obviously. Yeah. He's exceeded what I thought his ability was. I thought it was just that, I said it last week, I thought it was that typical English media, English player, you know, overhyping somebody. But he really is all that and more. Yeah. He actually gets better every week as well. Like, yeah. He's, uh, I think it was only a couple of seasons ago I had, you know, written off why you're playing the centre-half in midfield. Um, <laughs> he's been excellent. Like, so good. Um yes. I hope they get through, to be honest. I really do, but I, I, I think they're giving themselves too much to do. Yeah. So do I, I on the basis that I'd love Moyes just to be almost vindicated for his United time. Do you, um, do, do you like yeah. Moyes, Carl? I'm guessing you... Um, yeah, I, I, do, I really do like Moyes, to be honest. Apart from when he went to United and tried to take half our players. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can see why I would annoy you. <laughs> but... I mean, it was funny that he got sacked by United after saying he was going to be there for six years and his final game was at Goodison Park, which is great. Um, <laughs> I thought he got a raw deal at Sunderland because they were just shy, weren't they? 
Uh, so Shadad, he didn't. I, I don't think. I think he made a mistake going there. To be honest, um, I didn't see him doing this with West Ham. I'm not going to lie. Tough two bets at Chelsea. Well, I mean, he kept, he kept them up. He was looking not to get the job based on that. Yeah, and then obviously went, the went back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I kind of like, in a way, I kind of respect West Ham for doing that because I think it's. It happens so much where like a manager comes in, keeps them open, and they go, oh well, give him the job full time, and it's never the same. Like without that kind of like every game's a cup final type atmosphere, it nearly always falls on its ass. So I kind of like Tim and Tao under- sort of thing. Exactly, I kind of understood them going for a more proven entity in terms of you know Pellegrini won the Premier League. You know it wasn't a it wasn't a total left field appointment, but he was you know didn't work out well from and then went back to Moyes, which which again like yeah, at least he he's learned from the mistake as it were. Yeah, it was only about three years ago. West Ham fans were invading the pitch and like planting the flag in the centre circle window. Dildo like, brothers, the Dildo <laughs> brothers, are an absolute. I mean, that seems to be very quiet now. They used to hate their owners. They hate their stadium. They still do. They still do, do. Yeah. Oh well, they've got a European semi final and a fifty-three thousand. I know. See the stadium, which they paid peanuts for. Some teams get all of them. Yeah. I was going to say, I know. Um, no, yeah, I, I do wish Moyes well, to be honest. And he was the one who sort of steadied our shit. Um, I would have had him back on hindsight. I didn't at the time, but if I knew what I knew now, I'd definitely have him back. So, no, no, as you say. I think your manager since then as well. It's been a bit of a bit of a merry-go-round, right, really. Yeah. You've been a up and down, and well, not really much up, just down and no, round. No, just been. No, no stability at all. I mean, yeah. Martinez put the pull the wool over our eyes. Cumin uh, did for a bit. Silver was just wild. I'm, I'm not even sure of Sam Allardyce. Jesus Christ! That's the problem. Like all, all those managers are responsible for where you are now because they've all been absolute yeah. shite, which has crippled you financially. Steve Walsh got a shoulder some blame as well. Charlotte mm-hmm. uh, and that one. Is he the one in Nick from, Nick from Leicester? Uh, or, yeah. Uh, he found Kante Mahrez. Ah, and you'll live, live up that forever now. <laughs> yeah, and he, he brought us Davy Carson, so, you know, swing from the hand of us. No, I was going to say I hope West Ham win it. I really don't. I fucking hate them. Um, <laughs> it's the fans more than anything. I think the... They've just got this weird delusion that they're actually this great team and they're really fucking not. Speaking of keepers, they need to get rid of their keeper because he's garbage. Do Fabianski? Yeah. Or Ariola? Yeah, Which one? Fabianski, sorry. You know, he's yeah, 30. He's about in to be. He's 35. I was, always, I was amazed by this the week when I learned he was, like, that old. Yeah, he was at Arsenal. He was at Arsenal. He was Flappy and everyone hated him. And he yeah. somehow, <laughs> so, somehow forged a Premier League career where he's played some 400 games. Swansea. <laughs> Swansea, yeah. Um, well, they've got Ariola on loan, haven't they? He plays the European games. Yeah, um, he does. He was at Fulham as well. Uh, they literally signed a goalkeeper to play in Europe, and that's it. Like. Darren Randolph cries himself to sleep at night, being like, oh, "This could have been me." <laughs> yeah, he, he 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 was great as well, wasn't he? Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Does he even get there in the butter? Is he a butter? I don't know. I, 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 honest, I don't. I don't know what Darren Randolph is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not the it's not the worst statement. I hadn't g- hadn't hadn't given it that much thought, but no, I was just thinking so, out loud. But but, but <laughs> seeing, seeing, seeing as you asked, uh, I had a stupid way of saying Darren didn't know that him, or was that Darren Gibbs something enough? He's a West Ham. Oh, there you go. See, he's just the third choice. So he's now got a job in football. Interestingly, he's a year younger than uh, Fabianski. Also, they re-signed him. Like he went to West Ham in 2015, left in 2017 to go to Borough for three years. And West Ham were like, "Well, we want some of that back in our lives." So. <laughs> we want our Randolph back, Amy. I bet that's Moyes come back in as well, being like, "I know what this place is missing." What was bad? Alexandra Bear. What a random, random pairing. What? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Well, hold on. Darren Randolph goes out with Alexandra Burke. Yes. Not only that, they're expecting a baby in June 2022. It's nearly here. I've got a lot to them. The old... Uh, Absolutely rat- not good luck having a child. What idiots. The old, <laughs> the old Ran Burke baby. I can't wait. <laughs> Very well done, David. The, the title of the podcast has changed. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get from West Ham winning the uh, Europa League to Alexandra Bear? I mean, that's how to be, that gents. That just, that's just what we do here. Um, what was it, Dave, you said the other week? It's just, just you predict these things, isn't it? That's... I even had him predict that. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, last last game of the weekend, we'll be as well covering it since it is now over. Um, not that any of us have actually seen much of it, but I United 3, Brentford 0, meaning this game. Fernandes with a goal, Ronaldo penalty, and Rafael Varane. Um any use kind of keeping an eye or anything to say on the game? Um, Man United are just odd, odd garbage team. They actually, they actually, like I watched the first half on the iPad while I was watching the snooker, and they, they, they passed the ball quickly, moved it quickly, and did what they should have been doing for the last four months, five months, six months, or years probably, six, 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 six years. Um, they actually like had an intent to win. They all looked up for it. Um, and it was like it was a bit like a testimony, to be honest, for Maddich and Madder. Like it was, it was it was players in that kind of spirit. Brentford couldn't be bothered. Um, had a lot of corners. Tony fell over a lot. Um, <laughs> Water's worth. I know Ronaldo looked like he played pretty well. Um, won the penalty himself. Scored it. Uh, should have won the first half, but was marginally offside. But. Too little, too late. Um, yeah. They're going to finish. They're going to finish in the European places. I'd say um, fifth. Well, they're on the fifty-eight points. Um, well, they've got to, to play two more games. They've, they've, played, they've played too many games. Um, that was their last home game tonight, and there's like another three weeks of the season to go yet. So um, that tells you how wild their fixture list is. Um, West Ham aren't going to catch them because, as discussed, they have other things to worry about. So I hope they enjoy sixth, which is where they're going to finish. Yeah. They've got Brighton and then Palace. They'll win them too, to be honest. Probably. But yeah. I don't want them to finish in the top four, though. And, and I predicted that they would, but I don't think they would. Uh, yeah. I mean, they can only get to 64 points. And yeah. one of Arsenal Tottenham, as long as there's a winner in that fixture, they'll get more than 64 points. Yeah, so. they will, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah they, they, they mocked up. They had the, that poor few results in a row, didn't they? Yeah, they're gonna be by us. <laughs> well, that that yeah, that was uh, it. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, they drew with Leicester, then lost to Everton. Obviously, they beat Norwich because everybody beats Norwich. Obviously, they lost. They They drew with Chelsea. So yeah, they got they got five points in eight games. That's not good, is it? Not not for Man United. Um, It's just yeah, it's it's pathetic. I mean, go on, sorry. No, go on. Yeah, um, it's funny that you said Varane scored. I I totally forgot he was there. To be honest, he's been a letdown, shall we say? I think he's just missed. He's missed too many games, hasn't he? Like yeah. little. He's not very good, though, is he? I don't know. Like it's, it's hard. <laughs> he's also playing with Harry Maguire. I know it's hard well, to assess when, like, every game is like, oh, Harry Maguire committed three errors that led to goals, and then got and then and got a needless yellow card, and should have been sent off. And by the time you finish analysing that, you don't really worry about Varane so much. Harry <laughs> Maguire has, has made more mistakes that lead to goals than Van Dijk has conceded at Anfield since he signed for Liverpool. Well, that's a very uh, specific stat. <laughs> but it's fairly accurate. That's how, that's how many goals Maguire well, I, gives away a season. I, I don't doubt it's accurate. It's just... Uh, great. Yeah. Just mad, absolute madness. They, um, need, they uh, need a massive clear out though. Massive, massive clear out. Well, yeah, I mean, I was going to, I was going to end up on then. Actually, no. Okay, well, I'll get you back on next week. Um, or maybe, maybe we'll hold it off and then see, because. Well, I, gonna, I, well, I mean, you know, we can probably discuss this later, but I'm away um, in a few weeks' time. So. Right. So yeah, well, I, I do want to discuss like a team like Man United and like yeah. the, the overhaul of the team because. For me, the, the, especially when we when we spoke last week, Dave, and about the whole Ten Hag appointment, it, the, he's he's built for a system that's ready made. He's coming into an absolute shambles. You know, it's just like well, I think what they're going to have to do is, is appreciate that it's not a one season fix. It has and, to be, yeah. It needs and, this, and, and this has been the problem is that this has been the case for a while now, and they give these managers a year to eighteen months. And then when it doesn't work, like well, you're out. Yeah. Like, was was Sol- Solskjaer was an interim, wasn't he, for six months or so? He was, yeah. yeah. And they gave him the job, and it's like, well, he was never qualified to do that job. No. Um, and obviously they gave him probably longer than he should have had, but that's just symptomatic of how that club's ran. Um, when you've had Mourinho and Van Gaal, and you, you know. These are managers who have had yeah. unprecedented success everywhere they've gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, he won the FA Cup. That's not good enough for us. So see you later. <laughs> so as I say, I I was obviously travelling with a Man United fan today, and it was obviously a massive part of the conversation. It was quite nice to speak to a sensible Man United fan. There is some about guys, which is <laughs> very unusual. But I I always feel when I'm discussing like comparing Liverpool and Man United, I always feel I'm talking very biased. But I generally have always said that Liverpool, the way, especially since Klopp come in, has been run the way you want a club to be run. As in, we've got the right people in the right places. We we buy players specific for roles. You know, there's not we're not looking at oh who's Real Madrid's best player. Let's try and sign him. You know, we're signing players from wherever. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant where they play, where they come from. It's just what they can do, and. Top to bottom, Man United don't do that. If you've played for Man United before, you can get a coaching role. Bugger it, just come in. Mm. You, know, you can be a sporting director. Player-wise, they're looking at who's got the biggest, who's the most known player. Because they're, they're looking at the marketing side of things. And that's that's the first thing that needs to change if Ten Hag's got to be successful. 
He needs to bring in players that he want, that has the attributes that he needs. If he's again, we we discussed it with Newcastle last week, Dave. You you brought in players that fit a role that you needed filled. Again, I'll, I'm not saying Ronaldo's the issue, but he's definitely not not the issue. If that makes sense, I'm trying to work it. There's too many knots there, but you know. I think with him though, like he's, he's obviously you know all buyers aside, very 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 good football. Oh, hundred percent. If you can't find a system that makes him work, then you're probably in the wrong in the wrong job. Like you can't yeah. turn you can't turn turn down thirty goals a season. <laughs> Can you turn down thirty goals a season though if it's costing you fifty goals from other players? I mean, he's a centre forward, so. He, I, I, oh, I, I agree, but it was just a discussion we brought up today. So I think, hold on, how many goals have my United scored this season? This, this, this was what brought it up. So Ronaldo's got, I think he's got 28 goals this season. Something silly. So Man United, 18 in the league. 18 in the league plus Cup, yeah. So Man United have only, I say only, but I think they had scored, I want to say they scored 86 goals last season. Yeah. I could be wrong, but currently so far they only have 57. Rashford no, last season only scored three this season. Fernandez clearly isn't the same player, which we all we all agree. And again, I'm not saying Ronaldo's a problem. Do you sign a player like Ronaldo if you're given a chance? But do you sign him at the expense of other players, or is it better to get instead of getting a 30 goal a season striker, getting a 20 goal a season striker who also gives you 20 assists as well? I think it'll take a very, very brave call for a new manager to come in and say, look, oh, Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> I think it's time you moved on and we're going to sign. Like, who are you going to sign? Who's going to play in that system? Um, yeah, well, now that he's there, I don't change Ronaldo. I just think Ten Hag needs to come in and say, right, see you, sport, direct, Darren Fletcher, whatever your role is, go away, you're done. <laughs> you're not the best oh, yeah, in the role. Yeah. Darren Fletcher, you shouldn't have your technical director sitting on your bloody substitute bench. No. Behind the dugout. No. Again, I, I'll go to each of your clubs. Tell me who the te- techn- technical director or what he looks like at your club. I have no idea. Exactly. And that's the way it should be. I don't exactly. I don't need to know what the guy who's making Liverpool sign-ins looks like. You know, the, no. the guy, I can't even remember his name anymore. The guy who was like the big computer genius at Liverpool, you know, who's fighting. Oh, man. I've totally forgotten his name, but he's he's obviously leaving us now as well. But um, I, I don't I I can't remember his name now. That's how. But he was he was maybe one of the most important you know names behind the scene. But yeah. we didn't see him because we don't need to. You don't care, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. I I just need to know who. I don't, Michael so Edwards. We, Mike, that's it. Yeah. So he was like the genius behind all the signings that we've made. And and let's be honest, again, I, I'm I'm biased, and Carl, you'll be you're obviously not happy about it, but. Liverpool's transfer policy over the last six years, whilst I still think we needed more in that time, but there's, there's been very little failures on who we've signed. Yeah, I think it helped massively that you pulled Barcelona's pants down for Coutinho, though. 100%, yeah. But, again, so, on that, had we not managed to ridiculously get overspent, would we have had to pay £75 million to get Van Dijk? No, definitely not. Or would we have got him for... 40 50. to 50 million, which is realistically his actual value. Yeah. But if you, would have so- if you wouldn't have sold Coutinho for that price, do you think you would have got Alisson and Van Dijk or would it have been Alisson or Van Dijk? 
Well, there was always we were always getting a goalkeeper. Whether we got Alice or not, I've no idea. Um, but and Van Dijk was always he pretty much was going to be signed. Remember, we signed him in the January, wasn't it? So remember, yeah. he meant to be signed the summer before, but there was oh, no way. He went on strike. Did he go on strike? Did he? Van Dijk? Basically, yeah. He was still yeah. playing. We got caught speaking to him. Tough. <laughs> remember and. Yeah, it was a bit, a bit dubious. Um, I, I'm sure Ian Eyre had met. It was Ian Eyre at the time. I'm sure it was. Had had met him at Blackpool. Yeah, something like it. that. <laughs> um, yeah, dodgy, dodgy, dodgy dealings. But um, uh, yeah, right. Uh, just quickly, boys. We'll go through the the four British teams in in Europe. Five British teams. I forgot Leicester on it. Just quickly. Uh, <laughs> We'll just go, are they going to qualify? So, first up is Liverpool on Tuesday. Carol? Yeah. Uh, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah. Carol, comfortably? Yeah. Yeah, same. Uh, now, OK, the, the exciting one. Uh, Madrid City, Carol. Madrid. Oh, Dave. Yeah, Madrid. Good lads, I like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> West Ham, Frankfurt. Frankfurt? Uh, I think Frankfurt now. Yeah, West, West Ham for me. I still fancy them. Um, hopefully Leipzig. But uh, Leipzig Rangers, Dave? Yeah, Leipzig, yeah. Uh, Carl? The old teddy bears, mate. You're a disgrace. The last time you... <laughs> <laughs> um, I could handle the Everton side, but I'm not supporting that lot of rag. Uh, and then we'll go to the Roma-Leicester game then, Carl. I'm going to go Leicester. Oh, Dave. Uh, that's probably the toughest one. I'm, I'm going to stick with Roma because of Mourinho. But yeah, it's Mourinho and Brendan in Europe. I just, I just can't, I just can't see it. I, I know it's biased. I'm, I'm at least I'm honest with my bias in all these conversations. <laughs> yeah, so. Ah, yeah. Don't you think Leicester and Roma are very similar teams? Oh. This is Mourinho esque, isn't he? He was the yeah. he was the little sidekick, the little bitch. Yeah, he is a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. <laughs> thank you for leading me into that one. I always like rubbing it in him. Um, but anyway, gentlemen, thank you very much again for joining me. Thank you, Carl, for stepping in for that little bitch, well. Simon, who is twenty minutes away and still hasn't um, invited me for a pint, invited me for a game of golf. I'm dying. What a dickhead. Um, yeah, thank you very much for, for stepping in at Short Notes as always. Very welcome. Um, Thanks for having me. While we're on yourself, just let everybody know where they can find you and, and what you're on just now. Yeah, I'm at, at Dictionary Dean on Twitter, going through the A to Z of Everton, and I'm up to letter F, which I haven't really thought on yet, so keep posted for that one. Here we are. Fellini. Here we are. It's bad. So it might be Fiorentina. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and Dave, for yourself again, obviously, thank you for being ever a stalwart in the podcast and let everybody know where they can find you. And again, what's out just now? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at cm9798. Uh, the website is cm9798.co.uk. Uh, and the YouTube is cm 798 players where we're just continuing the Prolution Soccer uh, Mass League. Um, Episode this week is against Rio de Janeiro, I think, who are second in the table. So that'll be one to look forward to. 
I've not seen the latest one. I will watch oh, it actually. this week, so I will be watching. It is the greatest YouTube series I've I've got so many. Which Pro Evo is it? It's the first Pro Evo on the PS2, which was just published in soccer. Um, Very good. Cool it is like it never gets the the, the credit like the four, five, and six get, but six was the um, best. That's the one with Kalini on the front, wasn't it? Oh, uh, no, I, I think I think Kalini was four or five. Oh, that that was the best one. That was the one when Adriano was at Inter Milan oh. and he had the white and red. I think six is all that one. The six Terry and Henry or Drogba and Henry or something like that. Oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember John Terry being on it. The fucking idiot. <laughs> Just, Wait, he, he was there at that, uh, Celtic Park after one with his, with his he full, was, yeah. <laughs> with the full, full Celtic kit on underneath yeah, his shirt just in case <laughs> um, the light <laughs> I, I, I know we are a football podcast but just it is kind of football related but Pro Evo Master League is the best format created on a football game isn't it I agree on but a console game it is football that, managers championship managers are different but that concept it is uh, just a basic squad it is uh, I just hate that they're overcomplicated and the new ones where you've got basically the photo manager thing where you've got to right. you know, negotiate transfer fees and negotiate wage and stuff like that and it's like yeah. no man just keep it simple right? you play if you win you get more points if you lose you don't get and any get, points yeah and you get enough points and you can buy whatever player you like that's the way it should have been. well that's it like, if I wanted to play for, if I wanted to play football manager I'd play football manager like, just, or at least give us the option to have like the, simple, the simpleton mode yes. that's all I'm looking yeah. for you <laughs> Uh, I just—I love that thought. I just remember, like, I was always a pre-roll guy. All my friends were FIFA guys. I, I didn't play a FIFA after 1998. The Road to the World Cup was the last FIFA I played. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the best. Oh, it was brilliant. I didn't play it again until 2010, though, because I was, I was ISS and then pro Evo And I just, yeah, I don't know. Just completely off topic there for anybody listening. I just, <laughs> just the Master League format is just phenomenal. It is. Very uh, good. But yeah, go check out both guys, everybody on social media. Um, they are fantastic followers and Dave's YouTube series is is elite. Um, you can find us at Man in the Post on all your social media platforms. Uh, Chris and the gang are out every Thursday slash Friday morning with yourselves with extra time. Uh, we will be back every Sunday slash Monday depending on, to be fair, depending on if it was me this week, a bit lazy. Um decided to pick up an extra shift at work uh, with the bank holiday coming so but yeah we will be back next week there should be no there's no international breaks as they're coming up we'll have some nope. midweek games maybe even surprise you a little uh, bonus midweek games when there's a, a full run of fixtures on um, we'll see what the guys have time for but yeah as always please give us a follow give us a rating five stars if you're enjoying it please interact on social media let us know if you like what you dislike anything you'd like to see added um, but again, thank you very much for listening. If you don't listen, we don't record. Again, gentlemen, thank you very much as always for joining. Cheers, thank Ali. you very much. And always remember, keep your man in the post.
Badger, Badger. Stuff in my head. <laughs>